0: Dream. That's one small
1: step for men. I am the greatest. Go get it.
0: What's up, my fellow dreamers, doers, achievers? This is episode number eleven of the Dream Big Podcast. And this one is very special to me because I known this person for a very long time in terms of growing up with him and seeing him evolve is really, truly amazing. And during this talk, we have some great information we touch on, but he also gives some very insightful, uh, detailed advice for all of you guys, and I think you'll truly, truly benefit from this. And before we kick it off, I wanna talk about uh, our quote for today and our sponsors. And our quote is by one of my favorites, Jim Ron, in which he said, success is not to be pursued. It is to be attracted by the person you become. So let that sink in. And to start, this episode is sponsored and brought to you by United. This app is for students seeking to be matched and connected based on their academic skill sets. Struggling in English but good in math? United will provide you with a card stack of other users to swipe on. Swipe right on students that complement your skills and find your mate today. You can find United on the App Store. Android is coming soon on social media at Stunited App and even check out their new improved redesigned website at www.stunitedapp.com from personal experience I've used and, and leveraged this app and it is very helpful and there's also many changes coming in the fall as well and they're constantly improving constantly listening to the user feedback and they're truly a a 21st century company truly trying to innovate for the now and, and I just really love uh, all they're doing and all they have to offer. And next, this episode is also sponsored and brought to you by Tech Roots Academy. Tech Roots is a fabulous company that goes to schools, libraries, and conducts camps in which they teach young kids the basics of computer programming. They already have 65 locations and have helped 3,000 plus students in only two years. Two years. The founder saw a lack of education and computer programming within the educational system. So they are filling that gap and solving that problem by educating children as much as possible and making sure those skills are rooted in them throughout their lives. You can find Tech Roots Academy at techrootsacademy.com and on social media at tech underscore roots. Truly a great company, truly some great stuff they're doing. And then I'm not even going to talk anymore I'll just let you listen straight into the interview. This person has some great stuff to say, and I know, I know, I know you'll enjoy. So have a good listening experience, and I'll see you at the end. So to get started, I want to introduce Tom Kalali. He made the trip up to Philadelphia to be on the podcast, and I've known him since I was younger, and I've seen him evolve and change a lot, and I think he can offer a lot of great advice in terms of fitness, nutrition, uh, life, anything revolving around those things, and he really will help you guys a lot if you're struggling with your workout plans or your diet, you feel like you're plateauing, and maybe even the same thing goes with in life, maybe your, your mindset's plateauing, you're not in the right state, we're really getting into a lot of things, so Tom, I want to thank you for being here, man.
1: It's always great to be here, uh, the city of the Super Bowl champs. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that was a crazy experience uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. Broad Street was going nuts. But would you wanna start off and give people a quick, concise background of who you are, and then we can get into a lot of a lot of topics.
1: Yeah, I mean I was just the average Joe just playing sports throughout high school, football, wrestling, and Use a uh, meatball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all I cared about was just those <laughs> muscle gains and just becoming the strongest kid on the block. Um but yeah, as time went on I realized my real passion was always just lifting mm. and then from there I just really just got into just strength gaining and I got a little heavy and then i kind of experienced with the fitness side of it and the nutrition and longevity of it and
0: that's yeah. how I evolved. so what was your like main focus a couple of years ago and then what is it now because I know we talked about it before with longevity health and and long-term gains.
1: Yeah, so I mean, like what I said, I used to just care about how strong I can get, who's the yeah. biggest guy, but now I hated doing that phases where you gain all this weight during the fall and during the winter, I'm sure you can relate. And yeah, then the you bulk just, and cut. Yeah, and then you just try to cut it down and try to get shredded for the beach in mm-hmm. the summer. And the next thing you know, it's a month of you just in a caloric deficit and you're just tired and depressed and you have the nutrients you're like, I don't want to do this every year. So I'm like, why well, do it every year? How about longevity? How about consistency and just staying lean year-round? It's not that hard. There's no
0: secret mm-hmm. secret way. Yeah. So just going back to the basics, those short-term gains lead up to, to compound into great things year in years to come. And would you want to talk about what people have mainly asked you? Because I feel like people are always looking for the, the fat loss and then the muscle gains. But going back to what you said, you always tell them, you know, it's good to just have longevity. It's good to make those small short-term gains. So what have you learned with all these questions you're getting asked from all these different people?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I've been blessed. I've been helping out um, so many different kinds of people. And yes, some approaches are more aggressive depending on your goals and if you're a competitor in the bodybuilding industry. But if you're just the average person just looking to keep a lean body, just staying consistent and just eating healthy food and eating whole food. It's really not, there's really no secret way to doing it. And just any, like anything, Um, over time, the short, short tasks you're completing and short goals you're setting for yourself will lead to these big results. Yeah. You know, nothing hard ever, ever comes that easy. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then would you want to get into the whole foods and the organic stuff that you take in, in terms of nutrition? Because I know you're very healthy internally and in effect that has helped you look good externally with your body, which is your dream body you're trying to achieve. But what are the main nutrition's and, and like food you take in now that you have a different approach to what you're doing?
1: Okay, yeah, so um, to start off, Um, I do try to keep it mainly whole, organic, whole foods, um, from this earth. But, you know, I do indulge in my cheat days, and, I mean, you gotta live a little bit. You gotta go out to eat restaurants and have your fun. You know, you only live once, so, I mean, eat at restaurants, have (laughs) a good time. But, um, my basic macronutrient breakdown, is that what you're asking? Yeah, you
0: get it to macronutrient breakdown.
1: So, basically, I mean, you got your fats, you got your carbs, you got your proteins, and... I like to see a little bit more strength gains and take it a little bit more serious and aggressive approach. So I keep proteins at 1.5 per pound of body weight, but I recommend that average male keeps it around 1.0 to 1.2 and women keep it around 0.8 to 1.0 and then
0: fats. So if you're 170 pounds, it'll be 170 grams of protein intake throughout your day, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's really not that hard to do, you
1: know? You have your options of proteins, chicken, steak, fish, eggs. And then, you know, you can have your whey protein shakes because those are foods. Those are just milk crystal molecules broken down to their most natural form. And as far as fats go, fats are great for hormones. Um, And then carbs, they're not essential, but everybody needs carbs. Carbs are great, I mean. You just got to stay away from the refined carbs and the processed stuff. But, I mean, you need to get your fiber in, and Mm. um, sugar can be important here and there.
0: Yeah, can you get into fiber? Because I've been seeing a lot of things of how important fiber is. And would you want to just give a little context of what fiber is, what it does for your body, and the benefits it has uh, from taking a good amount of that in?
1: Yeah, so fiber... For one, I like to keep a high-fiber diet just because I have such a strong um, hunger. I'm always hungry, and fiber actually curves your appetite. Mm -hmm. But what fiber also does, it actually helps just with um, constipation and moving things throughout your bowels and just keeping your stomach afloat and just constantly um, getting the nutrients to where they need to be and the excess nutrients
0: out. So digestion and, and gut health? Yeah, so
1: I would keep fibers around anywhere from, for women, 20 to 30 grams, and for guys around 25 to 35 grams. And it really doesn't matter what size you are, because that's what it, um, that's the range for almost everybody. And, and
0: where can you get fiber from? What type of foods?
1: Um, fiber's in a lot of carbs. So mm. you can get fiber from brown rice, you can get them from sweet potato, um, oatmeal. You want to stay away from those instant oats with the um, refined sugars because then you're kind of getting some cons with it. And then fibers are in a lot of fruits and veggies. I mean, especially the veggies. I'm big on green veggies. I mean, you, can, you can't you can overeat broccoli and Brussels sprouts. But when it comes with the sugars, you do want to slow down and not eat too much fruits because... I mean it's high in sugar and stuff but you will get your fiber intake from fruits as well
0: it's just like going back to what the mom said you got to eat your greens you got to get in your broccolis and and your vegetables yeah
1: i mean there's no secret formula it's just eat um the healthy foods that we were like told like
0: like you said you're all about going back to the basics and going back to making it simple i mean the best way to do things are to simplify them in the easiest way and i know with you you're just all about making those small short-term gains, same thing applies with anything in life, and then eating one diet fits that person individually. It's just, it's what they want to eat. Because I know a lot of people, which I wanted to ask you, was they want to get the right approach, the right diet, the secret formula, but there's really no, no perfect fit for everyone.
1: Yeah, so when people reach out to me about their goals and how they can go about it, I'm really not that surprised. You know, the fitness industry is, very corrupt, in my opinion. I Every mean, it's a business. I mean, people are trying to stay on top, stay afloat. There's competitors out there. There's so many different types of companies selling this product, and you gotta take it at two to four, and you gotta take this product at eight o'clock at night. You gotta you gotta wake up and get this in your body, and it's not true. I mean, they're all just trying to sell you products. They're a business, so that's where all the confusion come from but there is no magic supplement. If you're looking for the magic supplement, we know, it's steroids, (laughs) steroids will get you big, but there's too many cons. So, I mean, just eating healthy, long-term, yeah, you won't see those crazy changes in a month, three months, but you'll see them in six months, you'll see them in a year, and over time, you'll just be like, whoa, you'll go back and look at a picture from you uh, a year ago, and you're like, wow, I really did get bigger. But each and every day, you won't wake up
0: saying, wow. Yeah, it, it might not be what people want to hear, but anything great in life takes time. And you got to make sure to put in those long-term gains. Couldn't put it better. I mean, yeah. best way to put it. Yeah. And would you want to get in, because I know you are talking about the magic pill. I know we talked about before we started this uh, how much uh, of an impact the magic pill documentary was for you. So would you want to get into how, like, There's no magic pill and the certain certain terms that you can get into for that.
1: Yeah, so basically to start off again, I mean, nutrition's gotta be your number one priority. Second, Mm -hmm. get your training set. But once that is, supplementation is not bad, but that's exactly what it is, it's supplementation. It's not your diet. So if you want to supplement and add certain things to your diet, Go do it, there's nothing wrong with it. There's so many proven benefits of apple cider vinegar, creatine monohydrate, um, getting your multivitamin, omega-3, flax seeds, um, you name it, green tea extract. These are tons of pills I just named just now Mm -hmm. that every average person can take every single day. But society now has had way too many comforts with just prescribing pills. Like, you have high blood pressure? Take this. You have um, a bad heart? Take this. You have an upset stomach? Take this. You have a migraine? Take Advil. Take your ibuprofen. No! How about you fix your diet? How about you think about, okay, what did I eat this week? Um, I had pizza for breakfast, I had a bagel, Um, and then I had a candy bar. Yeah, I kind of have a headache now. Let me take some Advil. Well, you see, do you see the
0: problem? Yeah. And I feel like anything artificial isn't really going to benefit you. I feel like just like you said, going back to the basics. Get stuff from nature. Go organic. Go whole foods. Why are you taking pills to try to improve your diet? I mean, I just feel like that's a very wrong approach. And it just goes back to the, the money scheme and the corrupt industry yeah, that we're wrong. in right now.
1: United States, I mean, we're a very industrialized country, so um, medical advancements have really taken a top role. So everybody's always looking to get prescribed something because it's the easy way, I mean, how easy is popping a pill? You take the pill and you choke it down. So, um, but with nutrients, I mean, to go get a proper diet in check is hard. It's a lot of work, but you wonder why people are dropping left and right from heart disease and high blood pressure and high cholesterol and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's mind blowing. Fix your diet.
0: Yeah, and it might go back to genetics in a way. Oh, I genetics, like 80%, no doubt. like 80% of it is diet.
1: But United States also has one of the highest rates of this, of high blood pressure. Mm. And it does come back to just having a lot of stress you know, we have, a in the United States, we have a very fast paced lifestyle. So controlling your stress and will help out with so many different types of hormones, it's unreal.
0: So it doesn't even have to just be uh diet working out and it can be going back to stress because we accumulate so much stress throughout our days but just having a self-awareness, that's my goal with everything I want to do in the future. I just want to help people gain a self-awareness to know when they're stressed, to know when they have to get their emotions in check. And it just goes back to the body as well. We can get into that. When people are stressed, it goes into their hips. People are sitting all day. And you
1: you know where that comes from? So when you're stressed, your body, I mean, we have so many different hormones and um, different types of properties. I mean, the body's so advanced, we don't even realize. And when you're stressed out and you're in a very tense state, Your body will release cortisol, and cortisol is a hormone that will just promote fat storage. Your body will not be in a fat-burning state. I mean, your body was born to be a fat-burning machine. We were hunters and gatherers constantly on our feet trying to get our next meal. But, I mean, now we're sitting in an office six to eight hours a day, and if you're stressed out, cortisol kicks in. The body's smart. It knows how to properly prepare itself for what it's going through. If it's going through a fan, if it's going through a stressful state. So just controlling your mind will really help out your physique. Yeah.
0: And would you want to get into uh, what you said We're meant to being a fat-burning machine? What have you done to... Uh, align that with your diet in terms of, I know you intermittent fast, is that that a good thing to touch on with you? Yeah, I mean, I love intermittent fasting.
1: So basically, us humans have been so evolved to say, because we have food options everywhere we go. We got a McDonald's here, we got fast food here, you know, we always have a kitchen where we can cook, but we evolved from getting one meal, like what, every 24 hours
0: sometimes, if we're lucky? Yeah, I mean nomads. They have to search for food. They have to hunt for food. Exactly, you had to search. You went
1: hours and hours without food, and the body's advanced. The body knows what to do, so intermittent fasting is exactly what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. You fast for a certain time period, and there's beginners where you can go fourteen to fifteen, and then you know you can reach up to the advanced levels eighteen to twenty, and I mean that's where the name break, break fast came from. You know, you break your fast.
0: I never even knew that. Wow. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> I implement an 18-hour fast five days a week. Mm-hmm. So, I will go without eating 18 hours and people will say, Oh, aren't you starving? No, I'm not starving at all because I'm still getting in 2,500 calories in that window. within my eating window. <clears throat> yeah. And then I go without eating and... It just has so many benefits that people aren't like realizing. So basically, when you're eating constantly, you're constantly raising your insulin and spiking your adrenaline and all these hormones. So when your insulin spiked, it raises your blood sugar, which your body sends signals, your neurotransmitters will send signals to your brain, okay, let's burn glycogen, glycogen from the muscles, glycogen, carbs in particular. But when you're in a fasted state, your body will run on ketone bodies. Mm. And actually those ketone bodies, your body will know to burn it in your abdominal region and it will increase thermogenesis. So your body will continue to burn fat in your stomach. And people don't think you can target fat. Intermittent fasting is one of the best way to target stomach Yeah, fat. I mean, that's yeah. the fat we want to lose. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was going to get into how people are always looking for a six pack and a good abdominal region. So intermittent fasting is a great way for that.
1: Yeah. And again, with intermittent fasting, there's so many hormone benefits, like there's ghrelin, which actually is the hunger hormone, and intermittent fasting will lower that, so you'll be less hungry. Your thyroid hormone, your metabolic manager, will increase thermogenesis particularly in your stomach, cortisol will actually drop, so you'll actually be in a less stressful state. Yeah, that's what
0: you touched on before.
1: So that would be awesome. And then um, leptin, basically your glycogen fuel garage, that will just be lower, so your body will be running on those ketone bodies. And when you reach around 18 to 19 hours of fasting, a great thing happens, particularly for um, men. So your human growth hormone will have a crazy response and get higher, and with that being higher, people may say like, oh, if I'm in a fasted state, won't I be burning through muscle? Won't I be burning through amino acids and muscle fibers? No, because human growth hormone will actually kick in and it will preserve your amino acids. Your body's so smart. So it's gonna save those for when you're in a starvation mode and you're about to die, so it doesn't start burning amino acids to forty eight hours. And no one's going a fast for forty eight yeah. hours, so
0: yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing what the body can do. So many benefits, yeah. and like you said, it it taps into that main source when it knows to. So if you're just aligning your diet with the proper way, so your body can adjust, it's amazing. And would you want to get into? the ways the body can adjust, like changing uh, your diet once in a while to get back to maintenance, maybe changing your workout plan so your body isn't adjusted or used to that routine and maybe throwing it off balance so your body can, can react in the way it needs to.
1: Yeah, so when you're in a cut, is that what you are...
0: Yeah, yeah, say when you're in a cut, you can focus on that. Like
1: second yeah, so, right? I mean, basically what a cut is, is you're taking less food than your body needs and Body needs nutrients at the end of the day. You gotta survive, you gotta fuel your body. Your body's a machine. You gotta give it the fuel. And when you're in a deprived state for a long period of your time long period of time, your body's smart. It's gonna respond. It's gonna say, Okay, let's lower our metabolism. So your BMR and your RMR, these are just your rest those of meta-
0: things so people can, can understand. And
1: so you have a rest of metabolic rate in um, your total daily um, energy expenditure, your TDEE, and that's how much um, energy your body and calories your body needs throughout the day, your body will respond and actually lower your survival mode. So a guy like you who would need 2,300 calories a day to survive, and if you're in a cut only taking 1,700 calories, your body will respond and say, okay, now you only need 1,700 calories to survive because your metabolism is extremely low. Every time you take in food, it is not being burnt. Mm-hmm. So, the ways to counteract that and get your metabolism back high and spike that, but you don't want to kill all the gains you made and all the um, fat you, you took off is a great way is control the refeeds. Mm-hmm. So, you basically raise your carbs, lower your fat for the day, lower your protein, don't worry, you can't burn through f- muscle fibers in a day. You know, so lowering your protein is not a problem, and you raise your carbs to about 500, 600 grams. Mm. That's a lot. Over maintenance. Um, or not. So no, your calories are still at maintenance. Oh, okay. So you can't gain weight because you're not in a caloric surplus. Mm,
0: okay. Okay. So overall, the TDE your. Oh no, that's a total. So you're. Oh, you're so you're. So totally, so you're not going. you You're not going over the TDE. Total exactly so your total
1: daily energy expenditure is say 2,000, right? And Mm -hmm. every day you were taking in 180 grams of protein because every one protein molecule is four calories, every carb molecule, four calories, every fat molecule is nine calories. Mm -hmm. So if you take in 60 grams of fat, you times that by nine, then you take in 180 grams of protein, times that by four, then you take in 150 grams of carbohydrates times that by four you add all those numbers together You get your total daily energy expenditure Mm. but there's ways to manipulate it you lower your proteins you lower your fats you drastically raise your carbohydrates but you will not gain weight from that yes you won't see muscle improvements but it's only a day yeah and it only takes one day for that spike in insulin to respond say okay wow, we have a lot of nutrients we need to break down. Hormones back up, kick this metabolism back up. And then after that day, Grenolin will be like, whoa, we have so much food. Grenolin drops,
0: you're not hungry anymore, back on your cuff. Yeah, just setting that, pressing that reset button. Reset yeah. button. Yeah, And I wanna bring this all back to, to one point that came up into my mind, uh, was when you were talking about intermittent fasting. A lot of people in western culture they overindulge and I did a 7-day fast. I know it was extreme, but I realized how much I really don't need to eat. And looking around, going around where I'm ne- where I'm at now in Philly, there's just so much overindulging that we realize we really don't need.
1: Yeah, so I wonder what's, like, your,
0: what's your take on that. Well, I feel like society has gained a very
1: bad relationship with food. Mm-hmm. I feel like But it's not our fault there's too much marketing out here come get this McFlurry It makes you feel good come get this pizza. It makes you feel good. We have such a bad um, Vibe with food. We look at food as like oh, this is fun This is an award and yeah food is great. It's a very great way to interact with different types of people
0: and You just can't look at it like that so and one thing that came to me was how can people gain discipline because there's so many gimmicks out there because there's so many uh, fake things that people can go to
1: priorities you want to lose the fat and not have a big fat gut hanging around your stomach for the beach I mean it's really you got to set your priorities straight you know your body basically says how disciplined your eating habits are and your overall day is You know, your body's in an award if you can look at it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not shaped to have a six-pack. Your body wasn't born to have a six-pack and have muscles. wasn't uh, preferred to be toned and V-tapered. You know, you got to put in the work. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's a good thing how hard it is to achieve that. Because the people that do achieve it, that's your award. That's your award saying, no, I'm not going to go through the drive through. So, pick it what's your priority yeah and
0: obviously like you always touch on what your main underlying theme is for what you do people can have those short-term gains and they can achieve the results quicker but then the process they're just gonna crash exactly but the process is the the most important thing and you're on the process right now you're going through a progression what is your like whole experience what's your like main lessons learned from all that, what have you really noticed because of this entire journey you've been on? Yeah,
1: so I wasn't really too concerned about becoming the strongest guy, even looking the best. I just really just wanna be healthy. I just seen how bad people are dropping left and right. So then I just said, all right, I'm gonna eat broccoli, chicken breast, I want certain organic oils on top of that chicken breast. I'm drinking water eight glasses a day I need it at this time period and I need to get my meal in a half an hour after the gym. Or, I made no progress today. (laughs) And if I have pizza, I will get fat, and I will lose muscle, and I will lose uh, my six pack. And basically, it's not true. You can have your cheat days, you can have your fun, you know? Uh, Food is great entertainment, going out with friends, it's great socially, you know. Mm-hmm. It actually can release yeah. some stress. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, have your phone with food, but you gotta know when to dial in and say, "Okay, I'm gonna eat health." Doesn't mean hey, you don't like broccoli. You know how many different types of veggies are out there. You don't need to eat broccoli. I mean, there's so many different yeah. fat sources.
0: Yeah, I, I know. It, I know it can get hard because I know you're someone who's very uh, strict on what they eat. But you're someone who also indulges in those those cheat days, who has a good time when you want to. And I feel like people have a big misconception that they need to stay like stuck in their ways. They need the same thing all the time in order to make the certain gains.
1: Yeah, I mean, just to put it out there, genetics still do play mm-hmm. a very big role. But yeah, I mean, it just really depends on how serious of a body you want. If you want to get to 7% body fat, And like that's almost competition level for some models and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sorry, but the next time you have pizza will be about six months. You know, it's just how it works. You want that insane physique, you don't eat bad food. But at the end of the day, if we're just the average people just trying to get, you know, six packs for summer and then maybe it fades a little bit, but you still stay very lean throughout the whole winter and throughout all those holidays of binging and eating food with family. You still wanna stay lean through all that. You can have desserts about four or five times a week. Like you can, you don't even have to eat that healthy, but I mean, yes, I would keep it organic. I'd keep it whole, just not just for your physique but just for your overall well-being. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I had a headache, mm, you know? Yeah. I can't tell you the last time I was sick, you yeah. know? Because I'm just constantly taking in the macronutrients, um, the vitamins, the minerals. Um, I take my probiotics. Mm-hmm. So many things that my body needs yeah. to get up and go. And,
0: and there's so many ways we can self-cure uh, our illnesses, but people go to, like, that instant... Uh, thing they can have to relieve that pain or relieve that headache, relieve that stomach pain, whatever it is. But with, like things with what I do, you know, taking cold showers, meditating, breathing techniques, having a good diet, working Literally. out, just moving your body. I mean, it can do so much. I like warm showers, so
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna stick with the <laughs> hot shower. Uh, you like, you like uh, laying in the snow? Yeah. Laying in the snow. Yeah, like the snow, yeah. but, uh, snow angels. I mean, I think it's so important. Just, just get some quiet hours here and there, and just five minutes of just reflecting. I mean, yoga's great. I mean, you gotta stretch, so yoga's awesome. Mm -hmm. But if even if you're not into yoga, I think um, or meditation, do what's
0: right for you. Just uh, take
1: time out of your day, just to have time to yourself and just think. What are my goals? What do I want to achieve? Where am I at? And what is bothering me and how can I fix it, which is probably the most important thing because we get too wrapped up in doing certain things and then we never really take time
0: for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, you want to be in control of your life. You don't want life to control you. Exactly. Yeah. And have you picked up, you know, any, I know you're big into, you know, working out, diet and all that. You're very, you're a fitness uh, intelligence in in my sense, but like what have you picked up with like meditation and like other practices that you put into your life so far these past couple years with your big transformation?
1: So yeah, um, just to get into a little bit of my day, I do, when I do intermittent fast, I'll wake up, I'll do my fasted cardio, and then after that, I do get into about five to 10 minutes of yoga, but this is more, um, a little bit more intense to keep the fat burning going. Get a really good stretching. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't really do meditation. But I will take five minutes, put my phone down. No one will hear from me. I will not respond to anybody. And I will just sit there, no TV on. Maybe just sit on my couch with a cup of coffee, um, some water, some green tea. And just think about how my day is, what my tasks are this week, and what's bothering me. And how am I gonna fix that within the next 24 hours? And just always taking positive approaches towards everything. It doesn't have to be a big step. It can be a tiny step. But are we moving forward or are we moving backwards? That's what you gotta ask yourself.
0: Yeah, and it's amazing what isolation and some time alone can do for you. And you know, even one thing I do that I picked up recently is, think about five things you're grateful for. And you know that'll change, that'll alter your mindset throughout the entire day. Um, but going back to the meditation it doesn't have to be like this certain thing, you don't need to follow what everyone does if, you know, listening to a fan uh, you can redirect your thoughts to that listening to music, you know, listening to the birds outside, going into nature, even like reading reading can be a form of meditation whatever works best for you and you shouldn't be judgmental of not doing the right thing what makes us so great
1: as humans of engineering and constantly industrializing is we're never satisfied. We're never happy. We're never content. We always want more. Which is good, but can also be bad. Mm-hmm. So when you say, how can we take time out of our day? Is that our meditation? Yeah, yeah. So um, we're not always satisfied, but... You got to be, I mean, yeah, you're always going to want the next big thing. Um, you're always going to want a promotion. You're always going to want more money. You always want to get that um, the next big um, car that's out because mm-hmm. we're never satisfied. Yeah. But sometimes just saying, okay, wow, look what I
0: have. Yeah, looking back at what you've done so far. Look with 75% yeah. of and
1: the world I has. think
0: that's so true. Obviously, we're never satisfied, and that's good. You don't want to be complacent in life, but if you're getting stressed yeah. because like, you're not satisfied. It's like they're why they
1: say rich people are never really that happy, because they're never satisfied. They go into their mansion, They just want more. Us and it's just material more. It's We're very mm-hmm. materialistic, and... Mm-hmm. I mean, there's pros and there's cons to everything. So
0: yeah, there always is, and that's a great point to touch on. There's pros and cons to everything, so we need to have that moderation. We need to have that balance. Balance is everything too. Yeah, yeah. and even with fitness, I mean, you, you can apply it to life. Fitness. But fitness is all about balance, all about moderation.
1: I can't tell you how many people have said, "I was on this aggressive approach. I try to eat extremely healthy. I try to have." chicken and broccoli I got dialed in and I got that six pack then I just lost it I was so hungry I just binged eat and I fell off the wagon and now I feel like I have to go do it all over again I'm like well maybe you know if you would have just took a little bit more time had about six cheat days in between there and took four more weeks to accomplish your dream body you would have established a ground Mm -hmm. a consistency growth Mm -hmm. Yeah. but instead you rushed it
0: Yeah, you want to have that constant line. you don't want to have those, like, ups and downs, ups and downs, where you have, like, major, major, major cheat days, and then you're, like, a month of, like, perfect, and then you're, like, major, major cheat day. You want to have that moderation. It's much easier for your lifestyle if you do that, too. You're not, like, solely focused on getting in, like, the perfect macros all the time, and then just, like, overindulging with that cheat day. Yeah, I mean, it's not realistic. Yeah.
1: If you're counting your calories and... I'm sometimes over the top. Sometimes I want to get into the best physique possible. And I will actually weigh my food. I'll count my macros. But if I do that every day, oh, my God, i would lose my mind. (laughs) Like sometimes I just, I don't count calories for probably six months out of the year, like half the year. But Like, yeah, there's time periods where I'm like, okay, I'm going to get around 8%, 9% body fat and then there's times where like, All right, I'm going to go back up to 11 12 still lean still where I don't really need to go on a cut but I mean you got to have fun you got to go out but you can't get wrapped up in going out every night and then then your body turn to nothing to shit yeah. you know
0: yeah and a couple other points I wanted to touch on was what have you learned from this entire journey because with dream big all we all our main slogan is improve yourself impact lives so tom has improved himself drastically in terms of fitness in terms of his mindset and in turn he has all this experience all this knowledge he can give to others and he can help impact others lives help uh, alter their trajectory in life so what have you learned from that and being able to you know help some people what has what satisfaction has that given you so far?
1: I mean, I have a huge passion for fitness, mm-hmm. but even more nutrition, mm-hmm. just because nutrition... They Tom's say. a
0: scientist on the side, guys. <laughs> he knows a lot about nutrition. <laughs> just because it's like 60 sixty to
1: 70% of what your body will look like, which, I mean, we love to see ourselves. It's like 80% your health, so why not be dialed into it? But I love helping people... That reach out in confusion and say, "I need help. How can I fix myself?" Because that's the first step, and you're including me on your first step in your journey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm speechless. yeah. Having,
0: having the opportunity to do that, is I'll be
1: amazing. open to anybody who has any comments or concerns or any questions. I mean, i You see me. I'm constantly on my phone, uh, responding back to people, and if I can yeah, help, s- open guy. if I can help someone once a day, I mean. That's the goal.
0: I won the day. And uh, that's a good transition point into what is your main goal for the future? What is something you want to achieve? You can touch on some goals you want for five, 10 years, but what is one long-term dream big goal that you really want to achieve in your life?
1: Right now, I do want to keep it day by day and not think too far into the future, but one thing I'm aiming for by the next 15 years, I could say, is I wanna travel, I wanna see the world. There's so many beautiful sights. there's so many people to meet, there's so many things that your eyes and just, I mean, we have the opportunities to go see, you gotta go check them out, mm-hmm. you know, this world's great.
0: Yeah, travel, it always comes to surface in these interviews. Because who, who
1: wants to stay under a rock? You know, you got yeah. to go out into the world and yeah. see stuff.
0: And now, I'm going to ask you a question, actually, since we're on this. I know uh, we're, all, we're both from New Jersey, but what has moving away done for you and, and helped you evolve as a person?
1: Culture shock. I just, meeting new kinds of people, the way they think, the environment, um, just nature, just... Mm-hmm being able to see certain things that my eyes weren't exposed to for so many years. And yeah, it's been a great adventure going down to Florida. And I mean, being from New Jersey, I mean, we've been to New York, I've been to North Carolina, South Carolina, um, I've been to Pennsylvania, I've been to Georgia.
0: And where do you reside now, Um
1: ask? You know, bouncing around between Florida and New Jersey, but um, I definitely, my next step is to go see the West Coast. I'd love to go see Cali. Um, i love to go see Washington, see the beautiful nature, what it has to offer up there. And I'd love to see the Rocky Mountains and mm-hmm. just the Midwest. I think that would be awesome, too. Mm-hmm. And then when that is checked off, then I will expand. I will just continue to expand and go see what other countries have to offer. Mm-hmm. And then... I want to go meet different kinds of people, and see the ways they think, and the ways they're trying to improve.
0: So bringing it round about one main underlying thing I took away from this was the three pillars. You have fitness, diet, travel. Fitness. You have the same workout all the time, the same routine all the time. But it's good to change it up. It's good to allow your body to adapt and you can learn a lot from that. And then with diet, you have a strict diet, there's the main macros you want to get in, but it's good to have those cheat days and be in moderation so your body can adjust to that, it can change. And then the last pillar, travel, which Tom touched on, it's not good to stay complacent, not stay in the same place. There's so many things to see, there's so many things to experience. So giving your your mind a culture shock and going out and experiencing these different things. So. Tom, I just want to thank you for for being here, taking the time out of your weekend to be in Philly, and then giving a lot of insightful information on the things you've experienced and learned.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I hope you guys got as much out of this as we did, and um, come to seek me for some advice mm-hmm. so I can help you achieve your dream
0: goals. Yeah, so what is a, a platform they can follow you on if you want to give your, your YouTube as well?
1: I'm big on Instagram. My... Um, Username is Tom underscore Kalala C-O-L-E-L-L-A, 12. And my YouTube is Tom Kalala.
0: Yeah. And are you... I know you're uh, looking into getting into YouTube. What's your, your mindset and your attitude with, with going on that the next couple months, maybe a year with, with YouTube?
1: Um, No um, particular angle right now, but I do want to just inspire people Mm. just to be healthier um, nutrition fitness Mm. dial all those in but to show them how you can have fun with it because I think not many people think you can have a fun lifestyle doing it
0: yeah so Tom's uh, social media platforms are definitely a great thing to look at he has a lot of cool pictures a lot of great uh, information on there so definitely follow him definitely subscribe to his YouTube channel and thank you Gedman. I really appreciate it. No it was awesome. It was awesome. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and what we are doing at Dream Big, it would mean a lot if you can become more involved with the Dream Big community. You can do so by subscribing to this podcast on any of the following podcasting platforms. We're on eight channels, eight different platforms. Our channel on YouTube at Dream Big and & Co. And follow us on social media at Dream Big & Co that will all be in the show notes so you'll see that and you can get a direct link to those platforms most importantly in the end of the day at the end of the day we ultimately do this for you to add value to your lives so if there's anything you like dislike or want changed please rate this episode and leave a review like i said it would truly mean a lot and thank you and have a great one